2: Yes. Okay, I'm done.
0: Jeez Louise!
1: Look, there's a lot of serious things going on in the news, and I just don't have time for your holiday levity. That's Bradley I'm Trainer. Kid.
0: This is the Colleen and Bradley Very Show excited. on MyTalk 107.1.
1: The we are streaming live at mytalk
0: 1071com We are everything entertainment, everything curmudgeon. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. I already said that. Bradley.
1: Ah, humbug. <laughs> I've got sexual harassment stories to tell you. Gather around, children. <laughs> it's Christmas time. I, Don't sit on I, my lap. That's what I was going to say. I'm okay. not sitting
0: on your lap for this one.
1: Uh, look what's in my stocking. Okay. Oh.
0: Okay. <laughs> what did What's you- under my tree skirt? Want to see? What did you want to share about Matt Lauer? <laughs> okay,
1: well, look, I'm trying to bring some happiness into the world um, because really the news is just serving me a lot of crap. Uh, this time the crap is coming out of the mouth of Matt Lauer's ex-wife, mm-hmm. who says that she was blindsided, quote unquote, by the sexual assault allegations. Uh, she um She spoke, of course, uh, to Matt Lauer last week. Uh, He called any forthcoming stories at the time about him, quote, fabricated. Uh, Wow. Here's what she said. And she she was married to him from 1991 to 1998. She says she's, quote, shocked about the firing and the allegations uh, because they are, quote, so out of character. I was shocked because he's been such a stalwart at that network and in that job. She had an interview with uh, Entertainment Tonight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's been the best person that's ever held that job. And I couldn't imagine that anything he would have done that would have been so out of character for him that would have caused that reaction. Uh, she also said, oh, but this, the, the, the thing that got to me was, um, oh, fudge crackers. Um, She basically, the the bottom line is, there was a longer quote that I wanted to share with you, but I can't. Um, But the bottom line is, she does that whole thing that so many people have done, which is to say, um, he never behaved that way around me.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. To which
1: I would say... he wouldn't have. Okay, and...
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, just because you didn't see it doesn't mean it didn't happen.
0: Right, exactly. Right? Just because you
1: didn't witness... The good person 90 percent of the time do the 10 percent bad thing that they're capable of doing doesn't mean that they're not capable of doing that thing. And so when I saw that, I thought, okay, well, let's cut her a little slack because she is his ex-wife. And I imagine if you are close to somebody who's done something reprehensible, you know, half of what Matt Lauer is accused of, then I imagine it's a hard thing to deal with. Like, Mm -hmm. I would not you know, I don't want to be too harsh on her, uh, as I would somebody who's not related at all, who just casually worked with him, is like, I never thought i do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because I do think, you know, again, you're his ex-wife, you probably, you don't want to feel like you're responsible in any way for what happened or that you should have seen something and you didn't, maybe you weren't paying attention. I'm sure there's a lot of insecurity there. So maybe cut her some slack. But I think that whole notion of um, he never behaved that way around me, um, you know, she said things like, the uh, the selfless giving part of him, which people tend to forget whenever this kind of situation comes up, he would give you the shirt off his back if he really knew you needed it. He would also um, take the shirt off your back. I was just
0: gonna say, I don't know that if you really
1: wanted I it. I would have
0: used that metaphor, <sighs> shall so we anyway, say?
1: So anyway, that was just the the most like I, I, one of those things where I literally put my fingers in my ears and.
0: La 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 yeah, like, la 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 la.
1: I'm not listening to this.
0: Can I take out the the pick out the part that to me was worthy of attention? I mean, obviously Matt Lauer and NBC knew ahead of time before. Uh, any uh, formal complaint was filed by a former employee of NBC of The Today Show. Obviously, they knew that there was going to be some of these stories coming out because, as we've said before, Variety was already working on a story, and they had a number of women who were telling stories about
2: Matt Lauer.
0: People. A variety, exactly. So, um, so I just find it fascinating that he was that he called her and said there will be stories coming out about me and they are all fabricated and they're fabricated. yeah. The part that just blows my mind with all of these stories, with Harvey Weinstein, with with Matt Lauer, with, um, you know, fill in the blank of any of the men who have been publicly accused of, of such transgressions is that they, for one For on many at many different junctures, think that they are not going to get caught. That just blows my mind. There's
1: just there's so much denial going. on.
0: It's unreal. It's just ugh. Okay, that's all. I just had to get that. Well, okay.
1: So here's the other thing. I was walking my dog this morning, and I had this thought. And actually, it wasn't a thought that occurred out of uh, nothing. I was listening to an interview uh, with a woman who was saying, you know, um she was really kind of challenging some things regarding all the sexual assault allegation and the conversation that's been going on that made some people uncomfortable. I won't go into it, it's a long story, but the the thing that she said that really stuck with me was very simply that um at some point one of these allegations or more will be proven false. Like mm-hmm. it is just numbers, right? Like mm-hmm. so if you have 50 allegations, the chances are that maybe one of them will be proven false. I mean, you know, there are the examples of the Duke rape allegations. Um what was the other one UVA? Was it UVA? There was a a, a false rape accusation that you know from that Rolling Stone yeah. uh piece. So that's gonna happen right. at some point. You're gonna hear somebody say that woman's allegations against this particular individual are false. They are proven and here's the case and what this person uh, alluded to and what then I began thinking about was there's going to be a backlash and there's going to be a backlash against everyone mm-hmm. who's come forward in the sense that like see everybody you know like you can't trust all of these people mm-hmm. and it is going to give perpetrators some deniability mm-hmm. it's going to It's going to
0: serve to confirm people who were suspicious all along yeah it's going to give yep. those
1: who were critics of This current state that we're in, you have a lot of people thinking we're in the middle of a witch hunt. They're going to say, see. And I just think that those of us who think there is something positive happening right now need to be careful and need to remember that this is going to happen. And that's not a bad thing. It's because people just want to make it too simple. Like they're all telling the truth. They're all lying. Nothing is as simple as that. Yeah. But to sort of take away some of the progress that we've made over the last few weeks and months, having conversations about you know, um, sexuality and sexual assault in the workplace, you know, I just think it's, it's important that we, you know, be aware that that's likely to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. And I think that that's a really good point. And I, um, I think that, I think you're right that there are people who are poised and ready to, uh, for that one person who's been accused, who's innocent, they're poised and ready to use that then as sort of the example of all of the like, stories. say, I told you, that's no, so, all crap. Buckle in, and I think it's probably going to happen any day now. So, on that cheerful note, hey, um, we should eat our feelings, don't uh, you think?
1: I feel like we should, and I'm taking a photograph right now of something that I would like to eat.
0: Oh Well, guess what you're going to in just a minute. We've got some, co- some chocolatey uh, Shush, goodness. Shush, don't give sorry. It away. It's not, it's Well, stop. I didn't say what it is. It's I just not said chocolatey. Okay, fine. It's Whatever it is, it's not chocolatey. So I mean, stay tuned to chocolatey. find out how not chocolatey it is. It's
1: kind of chocolatey, but I really need you to just calm down. It's
0: cheat day Friday. We're gonna cheat after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.
2: Previously, on Jason and Alexis, you know what we used to play? We her dad was an accountant, so we would go in her basement and we would play accountant. Oh, well, that sounds really fun. <laughs> right, doesn't oh. it? We'd file wow, papers guys, and fill out forms. <laughs> you crazy kids. We uh, write checks. <laughs> Dawn,
1: Alexis
0: played a <laughs> when she was a kid. I used to play fake office. I yeah. did. I had like a little uh, adding machine, and I would like write out things. And I'm like, God, who knew as an adult that I would hate doing this kind of stuff? You know? Yes. <laughs>
2: Sally,
0: do you want to come over and play
1: insurance adjunct? It's it's a conversation between Alexis and one of her friends.
2: Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 107.1. The radio home of, so I've been going back and watching, My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment.
0: Bye-bye. We're throwing our dietary restrictions out the window where they belong because it's a cheat day Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer. And we're about to cheat. Dirty
2: Rotten Cheetah! Cheat Day Taster. This in your
0: mouth. What are we sticking? We're in our gonna mouth. cheat
1: on your mouth at this point in the day with something new from Hershey's mm. today's cheat day, Friday, brought to you by my friend Kim, who brought this over to our house last night. Uh, you were gone, Colleen Lindstrom. Uh-huh. When, uh huh. When we announced that this was a thing, Hershey's Gold.
0: I feel like I really, actually, was here.
1: No, you weren't here.
0: Okay. I remember talking
1: about it. Yeah. Are you sure? Well, maybe we talked about it after. Yeah, you it could came have back. been. Um, but anyway, I remember you not being here. Okay. Those moments stick out to me.
0: Yeah. So. Um, In happiness. <laughs> no. No. Oh no, no. honey. I mean.
1: um, but I do remember actually talking about this and the thing that got me excited about it was peanuts and pretzels oh. and caramelized cream. Those are the mm. three notes that we're going to hit here on this Hershey's Gold cheat day Friday experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, caramelized cream. So it's, it's These not, are the flavor
0: this, profiles? Well,
1: Technically speaking, this is a new kind of chocolate, and this is the first kind of uh, this is the first new kind of chocolate that Hershey's has introduced in like fifty years or some dumb thing, right? Um, because there's dark chocolate, milk mm-hmm. chocolate, mm-hmm. white chocolate, and mm-hmm. now there is chocolate gold. I what? made that what? up actually. Yeah. I completely just lied to you because do you know what I just said? What <laughs> a lie. Maybe I didn't lie. I'm having a hard time. One okay, of you, will you remind me? What can I help me? you with? Are I think you, I'm having a stroke. Do we need to... Can you... Do you
0: need medical attention? Today is it? Today, you tell
1: me. Can you, One of you remind me, there was also... It's Hershey's... No. There was a new kind of chocolate that was like rose. Will you Google like rose chocolate? Because okay. I think that's what I'm confusing. Regardless, Hershey's Gold is like a whitey chocolate with some pretzels and uh, peanuts.
0: There is a thing. Pink There's chocolate. a rube, Pink. ruby chocolate.
1: Ruby, maybe ruby. It was like a new kind of chocolate that was discovered. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Wednesday, September 6th, there was an article written, ruby becomes the first new natural color of chocolate in about 80 years. But you but you were, I think you were mixing two stories. Yeah. Because it is true that Hershey's hasn't introduced a new type of flavor Um In in a period of time that I don't remember. So we really did our homework on this one, it sounds like. (laughs) So so, is there any chocolate in this? Well, it's white.
1: Uh, No, there's not any chocolate in this. (laughs) There's zero chocolate.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Um, Holly, did you want some?
0: Well, if you're offering, okay,
1: I'll come bring you some. But okay, while you I'm do doing that, that while I you tell you this. I will oh, describe what it looks. like? I will,
0: but first, I will tell you what Bradley was trying to say is that that Hershey Gold is the new Hershey, the first new Hershey bar in 22 years, well, that's and exciting. it's unprecedented because it does not have any chocolate, as Bradley was saying. Uh, instead, it is a caramelized creme bar, um, and so. Okay, it is a, it is like a, how do I even explain? It's like a tan color, Um, and it looks, I mean, you can smell, when you smell it, you smell the pretzels in it, like right away, don't you? Are there peanuts in this? Yes, and there's nuts too, pretzels and peanuts. And then this caramelized, uh, caramelized cream. Um, Okay, I'm going to try it. Can I try it? I'm so excited.
1: I smell peanuts. To Mm -hmm. me, it smells like peanut butter.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. -hmm.
1: Is it good? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't, I mean, Mm. here's the thing. You don't know what to expect.
1: It's very peanut forward. Mm
0: -hmm. Because you don't know what to expect because it's not chocolate. Kind of salty. It's salty and then you get the cream in there. It's the texture of like a soft chocolate, right? But not the flavor of it. Mm. It's good though, right? I would eat this. Reminds me of a Blondie. mm -hmm, Yeah, kind of. Would you, I would almost eat this. Mm. I would eat a whole one of these where I wouldn't eat a whole chocolate bar that would be too rich well, for me. I would this eat a whole like chocolate
1: a- bar but and I also you know how people some people don't like white chocolate mm-hmm. this doesn't taste like white chocolate it doesn't have that weird like I love
2: this episode is brought to you by Snapple Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member
0: FDSE.
1: Of white chocolate, but I can only eat like a couple pieces before I'm like, ooh, I've had too much. This isn't
0: too sweet. Mm-mm. I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's just the right amount of um, of sweet. That, very interesting. Okay, so here's what Hershey said about it.
1: Oh, are you ready? Tell me what Hershey said. Ready. About their own product,
0: consumers favor a complex combination of ingredients, which led to the unique variation of sweet and salty, crunchy and creamy. It's true. Mm-hmm. But uh, but as you were walking out of the the studio, Bradley, I was saying it's the first new bar they've introduced since okay. uh, for twenty two so years. I just
1: mashed up my two chocolate stories. Yeah,
0: the last. Do you? Can I quiz you? Do you know what the last bar that Hershey's candy uh, bar? Candy bar. Yeah. The last one that they introduced in the year 1995, Uh, which was 22 years ago. And yes, that hurts a little bit.
1: Hershey's special dark
0: cookies and cream. Ew! Do you remember that one?
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't ever eat that.
0: Really? No. I feel like that one is a white.
1: I, if I want a one. Okay. So I don't, I never bought like bars of candy. Like I, I should say like Hershey bars. I never Mm -hmm. bought Hershey bars unless we were doing like uh, S'mores or something. Mm -hmm. but like you you can relate I think to and I think anybody can the bowl of Hershey's uh the little ones kisses no oh yeah like the little bars like Mm the
0: like that I gave out on Halloween and everybody made fun of me for giving them out on Halloween what yeah you don't
1: give out chocolate
0: I don't remember this year, though, I had to give out chocolate.
1: Yeah, and you lied and said that you were going to give out full-size candy bars, and you didn't. Because but they were expensive,
0: anyway. but one of the bars I got was Hershey's, and I got made fun of for that.
1: Yeah, because again, Hershey's bars you use for like s'mores and things, but I'm talking about the little mini ones. And you know how you used to put your hand in the bowl, and you'd pick out the ones that you really liked? Mm-hmm. Like the Crackle, the Special oh, yeah. Dark, the Mr. Good bar, the Hershey's regular. Like, what is your favorite little um, Hershey's bar?
0: Uh, the Crackle.
1: So, mine is the Mr. Good Bar.
0: What's in there? Peanuts? Peanuts. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or the Crackle. What, are, what else was in there? It's dark. The regular, regular, dark, Crackle, Mr. Good Bar. Okay,
0: yeah. Crackle. Because it tasted like a, a Nestle's, um, what a Nestle Crunch. Yeah. So, I loved that one. All right. Well.
1: Now that we got that figured out, ugh, Holly, what so was much your better.
0: favorite? Yeah, Holly, what was your favorite? Out of those four candy bars? Yeah. yeah. The regular Hershey's milk chocolate. Ew. <gasps> Boring.
1: Like you when you were a kid you literally picked out the Hershey bar ones?
0: Yes. Wow. I, didn't I a, like the nuts. I was a no nut person. I have a son who um who just wants plain chocolate. In fact, he doesn't like any other candy bars at all. If it's not just plain chocolate, he's not interested. Wow. I, hear I know. Him. I understand I know. him. So telling. What do, what does that even mean?
1: I think it tells you a lot about
0: your personality. You don't think? no what does it tell you about the personality well here's a question yeah do you like your brownies with nuts or no nuts no nuts ever I do not like nuts in no don't put them in my cookies don't put them in my brownies don't put them in my banana bread no Bradley you.
1: well you're wrong 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 I've wrong, been told
0: that before
1: wrong, wrong wrong wrong. when I was a kid I hated nuts except for peanuts in my Mr. Good bar but um, I liked peanuts a lot when I was a kid
0: I bet you did all right. Well, when we come back, we've got some D bags to highlight for oh, you. Oh, shocking. Yes. Uh, and I think they're both kind of frequent flyers in our D bag program. Yeah. Uh, and that will happen after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.
2: My Talk 1071. Everything. You can
0: breathe. You can blink. You can cry.
2: Hell, yeah, you're all going to be doing that. Entertainment. It's time
0: to share with you the. Deist of all the D bags on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk 107.1.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, and these are your celebrity D bags. Right. Presenting
2: Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day.
1: I would like to accuse the world, all the world, of being a D-bag today. Okay, just the world that's attached to the internet, Mm. specifically. Remember Anthony Rapp? Yes. Name probably sounds vaguely familiar because it's been a while. Okay, it hasn't really been a while since we first heard his name uh, most recently because... Uh, It's just been drowned out by all the other names like him, people, that is, who have been sexually assaulted, not only by Kevin Spacey in his case, but many, many others. Right. Right. Okay. so that's Anthony Rapp. And of course, uh, one of the outcomes of his allegations Mm -hmm. against Kevin Spacey is uh, the end of House of Cards. Right. The show like Uh they've suspended, put the show on hold, you know, basically putting its future at risk. Yeah. In question. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, um, he used his opportunity in the limelight on social media to just thank everybody who has been by his side.
0: mm-hmm Anthony Rapp, that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank yeah. you,
1: not not Kevin Spacey. Yeah,
0: because nobody's by his um, side.
1: Uh, he used social media to express his gratitude for people's support and their solidarity, and then he shared some of the other things that people say.
0: Oh dear. Okay.
1: Like but not in or uh, not limited to I hate you son of a b-word. I hope your career will be finished soon. You're only seeking attention cuz your career it's a big bleep. Okay, then uh, Some other guy said season six of house of cars has been suspended real people are being affected by this accusation From three decades ago cast and crew who now have to find jobs to feed their families and pay bills I hope this is what you wanted. Mr. Rap okay.
0: okay, all right, that's lovely. Uh... Okay, Yeah, Because
1: of you, House of Cards will be closed. You slandered Kevin Spacey. I love Star Trek, but you're the worst actor who played in all parts of the Star Trek universe. Kevin Spacey, we love you. Stay strong. Anthony Rapp, bleep you.
0: Okay. In other words, you should have just kept this to yourself, this... Terrible thing that happened to you at the young age of 14 years old.
1: Yeah. A grown man Mm -hmm. laid on top of you when you were 14. By all Mm -hmm. means, as that man is continuing to make millions of dollars and pretending uh, to not be the creeper that he is, by all means, just shut your mouth.
0: Because you know why? Why? I want to watch House of Cards. Yeah,
1: I can't be bothered. I need to know what happens on this make-believe show.
0: Can we, um, can we take a real quick, Jeez. not even a detour? This is sort of Please. a parallel, People. parallel walk yes. here. Um, did you have you watched all of the available? No. Um, okay, neither have I.
1: Not the last season.
0: And I had because this real
1: life has been better, frankly, the, than wow. the latest season of House of Cards. I mean,
0: better. More interesting, shall we say?
1: Meaning there's a lot of drama yes. in the real world that I can't be bothered to yeah. watch that season yet.
0: So um I I am not caught up at all on that show. Yeah. And I was thinking about it as I was thinking about the shows that I've watched in the past and when they come back, which ones I get excited for. And I had that moment of like wrestling of like, there's all of those episodes that I never watched. Mm. Do I go and watch them or do I just leave it.
1: I think you do what you want to do. Well,
0: obviously. Yeah. But I re- like, I'm having that internal yeah. kind of like, do I really want to do this? Do I, do I care enough? But, but again, you know, like I, I loved Robin Wright and her role. She here's was amazing. the amazing.
1: I, we have said this and I would be really, I would be, um, what's the word? I would not be being true to myself if I said like, I am not going to watch house of cards because, uh, th- there are so many examples like this where I, I I'm not going to boycott. I right. just probably like you pick and choose. Right, Like if right. I want to watch it, I'm going to watch it. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm somehow aiding and abetting. It would be one thing if somebody was accused of something and then I continued to, you Support know, funnel them. money that way. Yeah. But it's, it's just, it's gray. Mm-hmm. It really is gray because, you know, like as oddly in this particular case, we're talking about Anthony Rapp and house of cards. You know, one of those tweets kind of hinted at something that I do think is legitimate. You know, a, P, a work of art, yes, it has Kevin Spacey in it, but it does also have the work of a, a, a number of other people yes. who, whose futures have now been damaged mm-hmm. by Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. right? Same with Bill Cosby. Like, Bill Cosby has single-handedly destroyed the financial futures of several people thanks to his misdeeds Mm -hmm. and so i feel like just me saying i'm never gonna watch this or i'm never gonna watch that sort of simplifies it in a way that i'm not comfortable with because i feel like why should i be punishing again not that i'm buying a ticket to you know bill cosby's redemption tour but uh i don't feel i just can't necessarily argue that you shouldn't do that
0: right right i think that's a good point all right, well, I, this is totally unrelated to any of the uh, sexual harassment scandal in oh, America. I'm going old school. I'm kicking it old school, you Ugh. guys, what when I crown talk about? Gwyneth Paltrow oh. my D-bag of the day. Thank God. Okay, ready?
1: Simpler times.
0: This is actually, you've heard this story before because this has happened before, but apparently Goop consistently tweets out a similar message, and whenever it happens... Actual medical doctors respond, all right? So, recently, this actually happened yesterday, um, Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop, her lifestyle brand, Mm -hmm. tweeted out the following. In most countries outside of the U.S., homeopathics are the first line of defense against ailments, with a link to a Goop article about four at-home homeopathic treatments. Okay, now I am I will be the first person to say that uh, if homeopathic drugs work for you and that's the thing that you're doing good on ya medical science also deserves some attention mm. but the um it was the it was the espousing that in most countries outside of the US homeopathics are the first line of defense that got the ire of of medical doctors
1: okay why? so
0: some local like local meaning american doctors said uh number one this is a, a do- an actual doctor who said one homeopathy is bs two this claim is bs three goop is bs you are an embarrassment to logic reason and science delete your account Wow. But what That's is harsh. I think more fascinating is that other Twitter users from the quote countries outside of the United States decided to chime in <clears> on <throat> this on this as well. Uh, outside of the US, count India out of this, said a doctor from India, from uh, Norway, a Norwegian doctor. That's a big nope from Norway. So what they're trying, and Lisa said, and a huge no from Austria.
1: So what they're trying to do is make you think like, yeah, in the U.S. we're too um, concerned with you know like real science. So, um, but here in the rest of the world, they're smarter than we are, mm-hmm. and um, they're using all this stuff. You're missing out because yeah. of all the. Big sciencey people here,
0: you know, and you know what it is. I'll be. I mean, I, the, what it all comes down to is there is this huge conspiracy theory that uh, we are completely overmanaged by drug companies, yeah. and that it's the drug companies that are that are actually causing more harm than good, yeah. and so what she's trying to say is in all these other countries they're not so driven by the drug companies they use the, the oils and the uh, aromas and the i don't even know what they, else well, before to... they ever take medication and that's simply not true
1: the problem is there's a there's a kernel of truth in all of this stuff and that's what makes it so complicated which is that uh, they're actually if you look at the opioid crisis for example the the um Pharmaceutical industry has some blood on its hands, but um, again, when in doubt, here's what I always tell people, and by that I mean myself, because mm-hmm. nobody. This asks is what me. I always like, tell me. People come to me and say, "What do I do with these pills? <laughs> do I take them or not take them?" No, my rule of thumb is: is there science? Yeah, I and mean, really, it's so easy. So if you think homeopathy is a good thing, Google it. Yeah, learn, read it, and decide for yourself. I'm going to tell you: if you can add math. Or if you can do math and add numbers together, mm-hmm. you're probably going to realize that homeopathy is not really going to probably achieve actual cures or results. That doesn't stop people from doing things. And uh, f- far be it for me to tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, we like to do that between you no, and No, I'm but, saying
1: like, but it's, yeah. you know, we can talk about it, yeah. but you can still go and spend $100. I mean, you know, Holly's going to buy her nutritional yeast, whether we tell her it's, you know, essentially the same thing that's flaking off your skin as you're walking Gross. down the street. But she has a right to go buy that if she wants.
0: It's nutty. It's
1: cheesy. That's right. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's America, you can do what you want, but don't act like it's it's necessarily backed by any sort of science.
0: Well, and also, science. Check your sources, right? I'm just saying. A lot of times people think that they have researched something on the internet, and really they just read a blog post by a woman who had a great experience with cilantro oil.
1: I feel like that's a personal thing. You've got some personal experience with that. (laughs) Did you want to share the story?
0: Nope. Okay. When we come back here on the Colleen like, and Bradley Show, talk about it. <laughs> we actually do have some real science. Bradley is going to tell us whether canines or felines are smarter in our science segment after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.
2: Previously on Jason and Alexis. Dear Diary Continues. An 11 year old Alexis Thompson. November 22nd, 1992, Dear Diary, Been so busy I couldn't write
1: until now. I'm 12. My birthday party was fun, until Erin got hit in the
2: face with the pinata stick. Uh. Why was she so close? (laughs) And it didn't help that Jenna was right there asking if she was going to sue me.
1: I love that the first, the little Alexis's let first notion. Let dude, me guess. Let me guess. Why was she so She's close? So close. <laughs> 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 little Alexis feels no remorse. <laughs> she doesn't feel bad for that little girl. Kenny, her first notion yeah. was, yeah. why was she so close? Go
0: on the attack, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, like, Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 107.1. The radio home of hoping for a spinoff, My Talk 107.1 everything entertainment. We've got uh, some scientific
0: information to inform you with on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071 We are streaming live at mytalk 1071com dot I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And uh, we like to give you some science, some news you can use. For example, Bradley.
1: It turns out that doggies are smarter than
0: kitties. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay no you're <laughs> supposed to say why
0: that's pig for why are you drunk why because oh! oh cats are so smart everyone knows the cats are smart i have an answer to this but go on
1: well it probably like homeopathy is not rooted in science colleen but i'll share with you the actual facts in this case uh this latest study little wrinkle in uh, the cat versus dog uh, war that's gone on for (laughs) generations. Shows that um, actually dogs have uh, well over twice the amount of cortical neurons than kitty cats. So Mm -hmm. it's not even so much like whose brain is bigger, but whose brain can do more. Mm -hmm. And to the tune of twice as much dogs, Uh, are capable of, uh, well, let me just read the actual science okay, for it. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so, boo ba boo Our findings mean to me that, and this is this chief scientist mm-hmm. who did this particular study, our findings mean that dogs have the biological capability of doing much more complex and flexible things with their lives than cats can. At the least, we now have some biology that people can factor into their decisions about, Who's smarter?
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. One point for dogs. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Um, When it comes to which one I'd rather be, I don't want to be the smart animal, and here's why.
1: Well, it tells me a lot about
0: when you you are smart and you can do more things. The expectation is that you will do more things. So, and that's why cat life is the best life.
1: So you would like to be a cockroach?
0: No. I, between dogs and cats, I'm going cat because you know why? Cats,
1: so between, all they do
0: is they just don't do what they don't want to do. And then they do the things they that they want to do. Actually,
1: and then they just sort of lay silence. around and nap. Yeah, because that's all they can I do. I love it. Yeah. I'm serious. So you want to be somebody who's had like some significant... Like, Brainial impact. Like, I mean, I'm just saying No, I just
0: want to be a cat. You want to
1: be dumb is what you're saying.
0: I mean, I don't think it's a long walk. <laughs> like, if we're being real. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, if I'm you're fine over is... in Dumbtown no.
1: with your cats, I'm fine over here in smarty dogtown. What I will say is that what this particular study does is sort of counter that notion that, like, oh, cats are the, you know, mm. they're the more wily, like, you know, cerebral animal, and dogs are just yeah, no. No, turns out dogs twice as smart as your.
0: I will t- I've I will say because I've had both. I've had a dog and two cats. Mm. Well, I've had two dogs in my life, uh, and they are smarter. I mean, they just are. They will. They learn commands. They do things. My cats don't. Yeah. They poop uh, in a box. Sometimes. I mean, sometimes they miss, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, but I, there is something about the cat attitude, the catitude, if you will, that I, Oh, did
1: you coin that phrase? Mm-mm.
0: I know it sounded like it, yeah. right? No, but other people have said that. I know it's weird. Um, but I do, I just, I'm a cat person. I appreciate their aloofness. Hey Holly, I know
1: you're a, um, you're one of those cat people. So what say you about this study?
0: Hmm. I think it needs some more peer review. <laughs> I think it needs some further scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Cats are probably <laughs> more intelligent than dogs. It's just that they don't show it. They That's don't kind of what I it. was okay. thinking. Yeah. You, but again, don't need to be I boastful. I no. don't
1: mean to bother you too much.
0: With facts.
1: With actual <laughs> facts. But what the study says is they have like twice the brain power. I think
0: they're so smart that they're hiding the other part of it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But again, science Uh. doesn't go, show me your smarts cat. They do like science and they're like, see this animal has this many more neurons.
0: Right. What I'm saying is maybe the cats are hiding some of their neurons. Mm -hmm. Right, Right, Holly? More research is needed. Yes, yes. In other
1: news, human beings (laughs) dumber than
0: cats. (laughs) Oh, I do love a dumb cat, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Did
1: you know that they also analyze the brains of other animals? This, I thought, was particularly interesting. Uh, Ferrets, mongooses, raccoons, cats, dogs, hyenas, lions, and brown bears. Who's the
0: smartest of all of those?
1: Uh, That is a great question that you asked there. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And I just, I simply don't. Oh, actually, cats were at the lowest. Wow, cats are dumb. Okay, uh, let me look at the list here. Bears. Bears, lions, dogs, raccoons, cats, and ferrets. Yeah.
0: Ferrets are at the bottom then. Yeah. Okay, good.
1: But cats are like right there. And nobody has ferrets anymore. It's not the 90s
0: people have ferrets
1: i mean like two people do
0: all right uh hey bradley Mm. you need to eat cheese every single day
1: i do yes
0: why oh sorry um why hat because (laughs) 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 i'm just gonna do this thank you
1: yes Yes. (laughs) one of us will get there
0: hi welcome to friday
1: what? All okay. right,
0: so two separate research studies mm. have indicated yep. that cheese, though it is typically uh, oft considered too fatty to eat, mm-hmm. is actually very good for you in moderation. Specifically, every day you should have a matchbox size amount of cheese, which is also an ounce and a half. Um. I know who eats that much cheese. When was
1: the last time you had an ounce of cheese?
0: Cheese is a domino food for me.
1: Yeah, like dominoes of cheese into my mouth. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Um, But that is the magic amount. You should not be eating more than that every day. And here's why, though. Let me tell you what it does before we uh, get angry that they think that we can stop ourselves after that much cheese. Okay. Cheese as you know has a lot of saturated fat, yep. right? But what's interesting about it is that the calcium in the food in the in the cheese means that less of the fat is absorbed by the body, mm. which means that it helps with the good fats mm-hmm. and not it doesn't increase the bad fats, mm. okay?
1: Unless you eat too much of it.
0: Precisely Mm -hmm. matchbox amount. Also, it contains an acid that will help prevent clogging the arteries. Interesting. So, it's good to try to prevent heart disease, but also to prevent stroke. But, too much. I don't want to
1: have a stroke, so I'm going to get cheese on my burger. But
0: only a matchbox size. Okay. Uh, Are we talking like
1: that, like for the fireplace box of matches? Or.
0: I mean, I'm thinking like (laughs) Costco size. Yeah. Matchbox, like literally a box of matches. No, I know who can eat that much. Nobody
1: can. I mean, even a stick of uh, uh a thing of stick cheese. What's it called? String cheese. God, apparently, I'm in Cat Town today, and
0: you need your cheese. I, that's what stick I'm worried cheese. about.
1: Give me some of that stick cheese. <laughs> no, but string cheese is that more than a matchbox?
0: I mean. Because
1: I usually have one of them.
0: No, I think how much... Okay, it's an ounce. It's one and a half ounces is what you're supposed to have. So let me see. I have to look. How many ounces is string cheese? That is going to be uh, one ounce. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, so So you can have one and a half of those. One and a half cheese sticks. Yeah. And just put the other half in a baggie for tomorrow. Okay. Yeah.
1: That ain't happening. I mean, if I've opened one, I'm eating it.
0: All right, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, we need to go back to a simpler time. So, we are literally going to get into the time machine and we are going to relive the 90s <gasps> in the form nice. of commercials. Oh my god, fun! This is going to be fun. We're going to do that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1.
2: Everything you're in the good place, you're okay, Ellen. Entertainment.